I'm Cynthia Farrell, owner and principal of 110 West Group, and I believe that the legacy you leave at a company is just as important as what you accomplish while you're there. I developed this perspective while on my own leadership journey, and now I'm passionate about developing what I refer to as legacy leaders, those who lead with a balance and blend of strategy, authenticity, pragmatism, and compassion. To bring this to life, I work with leaders to ensure they have the leadership skills, talent, and organizational culture they need to build a legacy culture and achieve legendary business results while establishing a positive leadership legacy. In season one of this podcast, I focused my conversation on how leaders were leading during a period of crisis. Moving into season two and forward, the episodes have a broader leadership and organizational culture focus. In many episodes, you'll hear leadership journey stories from leaders who have made and will continue to make an incredible impact on the companies they work for and the colleagues, employees, and customers they work with. They are legacy leaders. In some episodes, you'll hear from other thought leaders in the leadership and organizational culture space. And in other episodes, it will be me solo, where I'll dive into a concept around legacy leadership and share my thinking, experience, and stories. I'm a storyteller after all, and a legacy leader in my own right. If you know of a fantastic leader that I should speak to, or a legacy leadership concept you'd like to hear more about, please head to the Contact Me page on my website, 110westgroup.com, and drop me a note. That's 110westgroup.com. Welcome to This Is How We Lead, Conversations with Legacy Leaders. This is my first solo episode of the podcast, and I'll admit right away that I'm a little bit nervous. However, because I'm going to be interviewing other leaders and talking to them about their leadership journey, asking them to share their stories and be vulnerable, it's important that I do the same. Before I dive into one of my leadership stories, I do want to share a little bit more context and information and background on my legacy leaders model. My leadership journey and the experiences that I've had, positive and not so positive, that's what's framed up my legacy leaders model. Legacy leaders lead with a blend of strategy, authenticity, pragmatism, and compassion. It's those four components. Now, this obviously encompasses some well-known leadership models like authentic leadership and servant leadership, and I am an absolute advocate for those styles of leadership. I'm a people person. I appreciate the focus on people. And it's the people side of leadership that aligns to the authentic and compassion components of legacy leadership. However, in my experience, focusing solely on those approaches can mean not giving due diligence to business results, and that can cause a leader to fail. Now, I'm a firm believer that every strength overused can become a weakness. I know this is true for me, and I have seen some incredibly compassionate and authentic leaders find themselves struggling to be successful because they delay in making strategic and sometimes pragmatic, tough decisions. Maybe they struggle to say no to something that's not going to serve the business, but they have a hard time saying no. Or maybe they can't choose which hills to die on, and therefore they're not managing their energy and their time. Being able to think critically about the business, make tough calls, and prioritize fanatically are what drive the other components of legacy leadership, strategic, and pragmatic. 
But again, it has to be a blend and a balance. If you have to make a tough call, a legacy leader is going to do it with care and courage. So that's going to be a blend of pragmatism and compassion. If a legacy leader is envisioning the big picture, which is strategic, they're also going to follow their intuition, which is authenticity. So again, it's leading with that blend and balance of the four characteristics that leaves a lasting positive legacy in an organization. Now, that's how I've learned to lead and try to lead. I believe I've been successful. I've been fortunate enough to have multiple former employers and managers who've brought me in as a consultant now that I have my own business and team members who have followed me to other jobs. And that's not only because of the work I accomplished, but how I did it, the legacy that I left, which allowed me to leave each organization well and respected. Now, sometimes when it comes to blending and balancing those four aspects of legacy leadership, I've done a better job than others. And sometimes I over-rotated on one aspect or another. It's always a journey, always a work in progress. Those who know me know that I'm a certified yoga teacher, and there are a lot of components of yoga philosophy that I like to think about and bring into leadership. One of the things I love about yoga is it's a yoga practice, not a yoga perfect. And that's true about leadership too. It's a leadership practice, a journey, not a perfect not a destination. Now, along the way in my leadership journey, I have had a number of watershed experiences that have influenced my leadership style. And those who know me know that I love to share my stories, my successes, and more importantly, my mistakes and struggles. I'm a storyteller by nature. I admit openly that I am not a coach. I am an advice giver. I'll tell you my story or what I might do in your situation, and you can take from it what's valuable and leave the rest. And that's what I'll do here in solo episodes. I'll share my stories and what I've learned. And I'm sure some of those experiences will come up in my conversations with other legacy leaders and thought leaders as well. So now what I'd like to do with this episode is share what I consider to be my first key moment on my leadership journey. It's mortifying as I'll get out, but if it hadn't happened, I am certain that I wouldn't have the wonderful career that I've had. I was in my second job out of college. I was working for a technology consulting firm in my mid-20s, and when I look back on myself then, I was a total pain in the ass as an employee. Pardon the language, but I'm not going to dice words here. I was so full of myself, and I thought that I knew how the hog ate cabbage, when in reality, I knew nothing. When I reflect on this period in my life, I can put a finger on the reasons I felt and acted this way, what I think is probably the reasons. I think it had a lot to do with my success in academics and extracurricular activities in high school and in college, never really having a big failure, unless you count struggling in chemistry in 10th grade. And a little bit of an aside there, it was chemistry that drove me to give up my dream of being a veterinarian. I can see now in hindsight that I had a pretty horrible chemistry teacher, but I ended that year convinced I couldn't be a vet because I couldn't do the science. I can't say that I regret it because otherwise I wouldn't be where I am now, but I've always held that dream a little bit in my heart. Anyway, just a little aside. So back to the story. So I'd never really failed other than chemistry and teachers loved me. And so here I am in business now out of college with this mindset that I am awesome and they're lucky to have me when in reality I had no idea what I was doing. I was arrogant. And on top of that, I led with an attitude of cutting sarcasm that I thought was smart, but was really just annoying and mean. 
and I was really lucky. I'd been there for a while and was not exactly loved by the management team, that was clear, but I had a wonderful manager named Paul. And one day, Paul took me to lunch, and he looked me straight in the eye, and he said, Cynthia, if you don't change the way you act, no one is going to want to work with you. He said it with kindness and compassion and with brutal honesty. I don't remember my reaction. I'm sure it wasn't good. But he sat and he talked to me. He gave me examples. He explained what I could do to fix it and what I needed to do to work to build credibility and respect with the team. And I listened. Now, I can't say that I changed dramatically at that company. I think I left within the year although primarily because I'd started to figure out what I wanted to focus on in my career, and that wasn't going to happen there. But Paul's word, his guidance and counsel, stayed with me, and it changed me. It changed how I acted, spoke, thought, and worked. It wasn't overnight. I mean, these were major shifts in my psyche that had to be made, but little by little, I made them. And I became a strong performer, colleague, manager, and leader. I became someone that others wanted to work with and for, who would and will advocate for and recommend me. And I also became a better friend and spouse because Paul's wisdom drove changes that impacted everyone around me. I lost track of Paul years ago, long before I realized the impact he had on me or had a chance to share it with him. And I hope that someday I will have a chance to share that. His blend of compassion and pragmatism made a difference in my leadership in my life. And I hope that in bringing those aspects of leadership into my own leadership style and journey, I've paid it forward. So that's where it started for me. That was the starting gun of my leadership marathon, my leadership journey. What's led me to my passion for building legacy leaders. I have plenty of other stories where that one came from. And I look forward to sharing them. That's my purpose, to share my experiences so that others can perhaps learn something in hearing and reflecting on them. And as I said before, take what resonates and leave the rest behind. Thanks for listening to this first solo episode. Coming up, I have some amazing legacy leaders and thought leaders lined up, and I hope you'll tune in. I promise you'll get something out of each episode. Be well. That wraps up this episode of This Is How We Lead, Conversations with Legacy Leaders. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn about the work I do with organizations and leaders to achieve legendary business results and establish a positive leadership legacy, please head to my website at 110westgroup.com. That's 110westgroup.com. And if you know of a fantastic legacy leader who I should have on this podcast, Use the contact me page on my website and drop me a note. Thank you again and be well.